Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilton Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilton Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We quick current article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Johnny, I got good news for you for once. Okay, for once. God, please, thank you. <laughs> we got a we got a good little, good little review here on the old iTunes Apple Podcast Network. Okay. This is from our friend Levi Tompkins. And th- thank you also to the Apple Podcast Network for uh, <laughs> freeing us from arcade audio. Finally, we're on a good, real <laughs> network. Finally. Uh, Levi Tompkins' review says, The Road Less Traveled. Yeah, and this is just going. This is just the Robert Frost poem in full. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, if we can get some reviews, that are just nice poetry. I would really like that. Maybe some nice comings or have you? I always had a hard time getting into poetry. I never tried to get into it, but I think I, I could get into it. I feel like I could now. Yeah, in high school, no way. But then also, part of me is like, I bet I could write poetry. Oh, I know I can't. I, I, Not with that attitude, certainly. You're right. Well, let's see what Levi has to say. Maybe we can draw some inspiration. In life, you often find the best things by accident. When you focus on your goal too much, you miss all the amazing things along the way. These two don't have that problem. <laughs> 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 they choose a thing to talk about and almost immediately begin to talk about whatever else happens to occur to them and what occurs to them is often incredibly funny. Earnest, absurdist observations that never fail to bring a smile to my face. Oh, what a nice thing to say. We've yeah, had. that's a very nice. Thank you very much. That's a very nice. We do like earnest. Scared stupid. Scared saves stiff, Christmas. Scared, saves scared ha- of Christmas. Saves Halloween. <laughs> scared of the jail. <laughs> scared of the jail. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. Earnest, scared of the jail. How many earnest movies were there? Oh, a dozen or so. Yeah, you know, you know, I which think is a pretty good amount for for what kind of plot? Yeah, dumb, dumb man. For yeah, for <laughs> you know where he started, right? Just doing com- com- weird local commercials. Yeah, like, hey, want to buy a phone book? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that'd be like, um, I mean, that'd be that'd be crazier than a, a feature length Noid film. That'd be crazier <laughs> than a caveman TV show. You know. <laughs> One of those is real. Yeah. I bet Uh had they not so thoroughly avoided the Noid, there would have been a movie. Has there ever been a movie based on the Noid? Or just any like marketing thing? Oh, gosh. I mean, the only thing like that I can think of is the Cavemen TV show. Yeah. Uh, As far as a movie goes, man, that's a great question. I mean, I'm sure there must be. Like a Chester Cheetah, you know, Fuck. made for TV movies. He had a he had a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo game. Then there was the Seven Up Nintendo game. Yeah, I mean, was there not a Noid video game? There had to be. Yeah, right. Cool spots the the, the Seven Up guy, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You know what a great video game is? That's sort of similar. Um, Super Mario Sunshine. I never played that. Pretty good. Moonwalker. What the is Michael that? Jackson Sega game? <laughs> okay. That game fucking rules. I don't know what that is. You like take off your hat and throw it at people? I've seen this. It, that I have actually it's seen. It's very good. 
<laughs> um, and you know what game? So is... you basically were playing as Odd Job from Goldfinger. Yes. Okay. You know what game is very bad? Mm. The Home Alone Two Nintendo game. Oh it's no! It's very hard and very bad. Can you throw your hat? You don't, you don't what made you think it. of that? Is Macaulay Culkin in the Michael Jackson game? Whoa, that'd be a crazy crossover. That would be a crazy crossover. Cross, <laughs> it's crazy crossover. Did you see the Macaulay Culkin um, AMA on Reddit? No, it was it was not the. I didn't I didn't love it, but a lot of people did, which is cool. But he had one question that was funny. Someone said like, "What's what's the like." The most memorable thing that that you know that you did with Michael Jackson, like you know, on his estate or whatever, and he was like, um, "One time I crashed my golf cart into his golf cart, and he called me an applehead." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's very nice." <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny! Oh like applehead. man. <laughs> Even if, even if it was just oh, one time I cra- I crashed my golf cart in his and it was cra- it was just like a crazy thing. It's already like, pretty funny. It's what? a funny visual. Yeah. Oh, you applehead. You applehead. <laughs> Man, what's he what's he been doing? He's been dead for a while. Since, no, not him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't since know. like saved. That's like the last thing I remember him doing. I think he can kind of just do whatever. I, he Probably might, like, he's he's cashing those zigies. Yeah, for sure. Those zigies are yeah big time being cashed. He's still, been in a couple movies uh, here and there. Still shaving. Still. I've never. Have you ever used aftershave? Never in my life. Don't know what it's for. Me neither. And, and I wonder I, if our generation is never going to use it because of that movie. It scared us. It scared the piss out of me. I think really it wouldn't burn him because he didn't actually shave. Correct. That's a good point. I don't know. Did he use a razor on his hairless face? I don't know. I don't remember that scene well enough. Me neither. All I remember is the aftershave slaps. Maybe he would have like, if he used if he was really shaving he would have cut the shit out of his face. Oh yeah, because he was eight or something. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, he could got lucky. Yeah, I guess I, I, you don't make a movie about a kid who ain't lucky, you know. Yeah, I mean, how he doesn't get any luckier than that, <laughs> except for that time when he was walking home from the grocery store and his bags broke and all his um, things spilled on sidewalk. What? I just pulled up the article. What's the random article? Oh, it's so good. I'm so happy. All right. And you will hate it. <laughs> oh, no. Hold it against me. No. Hold it against me is a song performed by American legend, treasure, and angel. <laughs> it doesn't say any of that. Britney Spears <laughs> for her seventh studio album, Femme Fatale. Ugh. It was written and produced by Max Martin. Oh, Dr. Luke. Mm. You know, like Dr. Luke. No, you know who that is, right? Uh, it's my least favorite character on uh, Hey Dude. That's... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I am... Almost certain that's the producer who, uh, like, who, with, who the, with, Kesha? with Kesha, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that sucks. You were so excited. I was. Um, I re- I really liked the song. The song was originally offered to Katy Perry. Man, that's so stupid. Like, here's this here's this generic song anyone could do. Who wants it? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I, I don't know why it does bother me. I don't know why it does. Because, like, really, like, who cares about anything? Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. But what if, I mean, what if it was what if it was the same person? I only write songs for Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. My problem, that that would be better. I, sure. would, I would prefer that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Elton John has that guy. Exactly. That's, that's what I was getting at. Um, but it still does just rankle a little bit. Sure. Because it feels dishonest, maybe just to me or to my kind of way of thinking. But it's like, yeah, yeah, the Beatles... <clears throat> Well, John Lennon wrote all the songs. 
Like he is, you know, Bob Dylan is writing all his songs. Sure. Like, a not bunch that of, better, a, but a bunch of other Beatles got credit for those songs, though. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, Len- Horned, Hercules. Uh, <laughs> name another Beatle, please. Uh, Scarab. Thank you. Well, well, they all said Lennon McCartney. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I have this great book that I've probably talked about before, but it takes like every interview any of the Beatles and anyone else even closely related to them has ever done. Uh-huh. And like, deciphers the full instrumentation of every Beatles song. Okay. And it gives an estimated breakdown of authorship. Oh yeah. You've mentioned that. It's That's really so cool. cool. So some are like t- totally just all Lennon, totally all McCartney, sure. but they were all just credited Lennon McCartney for whatever reason. Yeah. I wonder why. Um, and then the Ringo ones are Ringo and the, the um, George, the George Clinton, Clinton ones are Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I don't know. It's just like, it's not the same thing, but it's like, Somebody wrote poetry and then gave it to like Ralph Waldo Emerson and was like, "Here you go, dude." I mean, it's not the same thing, but do you know what I mean? What like, about it's in that- like, you know, f- for a, for a late night talk show, mm-hmm. they're not they're not writing their own monologue. I mean, I'm sure they're helping, but they're they have a right. team of writers who are writing with them. That's I've never thought about that, but I'll, yeah, I'll- I know. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I do kind of put it in that same category a little bit. Sure, like, I, I am aware of of the bad thing. Of, of it being like an Elton John, um, it's a little different because like, God, it's, it's, that one's tricky because with like the, Johnny the, Carson is very funny. Oh, sure. But he doesn't have the time to sit there and come yeah. up with, you know, 15 jokes uh, per day or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, w- uh, Britney Spears can sing very well. She can sing very well. So that'd be like if Carson had really good timing, but just wasn't very funny. Sure. You know what I mean? Like. I'm not saying Britney Spears and all those people like aren't good singers or don't have, you know, like they're very good, but I don't know. And it's so just a small nitpicky thing for me to even sure, like, care sure, about, sure, sure, sure. which I, I concede. Um, but yeah, just the fact that they don't come up with every song that they wrote <laughs> is, is really like the thing, yeah. that, you know? Well, I, I mean, at, at least, you know, if you look in the liner notes, mm-hmm. it doesn't say, thank everybody. It doesn't say Britney Spears wrote this song. It's totally. like, and it's, I think part of it is just like, well, it's not the same kind of product. You know, like they're not trying to be some, you know, folk singer, you know, troubadour. Sure, like, sure. They're, they're obviously they're, not playing all the instruments. It's like one, right. not playing everything. Yeah. Right, right. You know, um, they are trying to put on a good show mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and I think I just have to always, I have to remember that, you know, it's not the same thing. I and mean, when you look at Jack White, Jack White like plays, writes everything, plays everything. When he plays on stage, he said that like he puts all the instruments and stuff just a little bit too far away from him so that he has to like struggle when he's on stage. So he's always like present and paying attention. Interesting. Yeah. So like it's, he's never just like sitting back like, all right, here's my next song or whatever. He's always having to focus on everything because it's just a little too hard. That's fun. Yeah. I I have really enjoyed every time I've seen him in interviews and really enjoys music. Is he, is he, he's gotta be a weirdo. He seems like a weirdo, but he sat down with Conan for like a, a just straight up one hour interview once. Mm -hmm. And I think they're like buds. It seemed like they were at the time. Um, and yeah, it just seemed like he didn't seem like a weirdo. He just seemed like a guy who was like really interesting, which could be, you know, he's a weirdo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he started out, uh, like, uh, as an upholsterer. Whoa. Like when he was like a kid, like growing like his first job or whatever. Like that's fun. Yeah. So they they went off on like a tangent of like, could you holster this? And be like, yeah, yeah. Be like, you know, this, this. That's like. so cool. <laughs> yeah. There. Uh, you know, we just rewatched the the first season of Great British Baking Show that's on mm. Netflix. I've seen an episode now, <clears throat> one or two. Oh, would you? Did you like it? I thought. Um, I did. I thought. What's his name? Paul, Paul Hollywood. Hollywood. I expected him to be Guy Fieri, but instead he was just like 
No, no just, it's just my shitty name. I'm a cool dude who knows everything about cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why is your name Paul Hollywood? And her name is Mary Berry. Yeah. yeah. It's whack. She seemed like more of a character than Paul Hollywood. It's so funny because they build him up to be like this. They're like, oh, he's so he's so harsh and he's so cruel. And then he's like, mm. he's like stern but fair. Yeah. It's like. It's a bit tart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yep. Fair. I fair. would have liked a little sweeter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The best thing about it though is um if it's if someone's like does a really good job, okay. Paul will shake their hand. And that's like a like when Damn, as, whenever he someone gets a Hollywood handshake, it's like that's like they like lose their fucking minds. It's so good. That's like Carson gesturing for the stand up to come yeah. over and sit down with him. Yeah. That's exactly Hollywood what it is. Seal of approval. Um <laughs> Fuck. It's do you do you know which season you watched? Do you remember any oh, of the names of the people? Um there was, uh, no, I don't. There was a guy, it was like an older Scottish guy I could barely understand. Norman. Sure. Uh, an Indian woman who they were like. Chetna. Yeah. Yeah, she rules. Uh, yeah, they were like, oh, you done done it again. Like, the flavors of this are so good. Norman was a bummer. That's actually the season we just watched. Okay. Uh, I'm not that much of a big head. Uh, <laughs> um, Norman was very sad because he was like, this is just the way I've always made it, and I'm just going to keep making it this way. And they were like, Norman, you got to like do something cooler because like the only reason you're still here is because every week someone else fucks up hard. Just a little bit it's worse. It's like, this is solid shortbread, but it's just shortbread. And like everyone else is making crazy shit. Sure. You have to pick it up. And he's and then like the next week you'd be like, put a little bit of lemon in it this time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... You old idiot. That's so good. You, we want you to do well. Just right. do just do well. But he was like, I ju- I'm just going to do it the way I know how. And like, this is the way I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to blame him. He's like, what? Like 60s, 70s? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Chetner rules, though. She's yeah. the best. She seemed cool. Um, she's like, everyone she, the program, that was, it was like, oh, everyone seems like pretty cool. Uh, what I was going to say is that one of the dudes on that season, Richard, mm-hmm. um, who won Star Baker more than anyone else in the history of the show, uh, used or he not used to be, he is a builder like his job because wow. they all have like real jobs yeah, and they're yeah. just like amateur bakers so he just like does construction and that's his like fucking actual job but and also then, he just knows everything about baking weird like why i'm down so, i love it's that so strange but he would he would also like always have a pen in his in his like okay. behind his I ear or pencil rather that. behind yeah. his ear because he's that's just like his he just has it he needs it always mm-hmm. yeah um, he's great. He was my favorite. We there was a young woman. Uh, maybe she was Martha? like seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. She was like still in high school, maybe, or maybe she was in college. Exams, or something. going for exams. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, she's getting her license. Yeah, that yeah, was a, that's that's maybe that's they're all so good. Yeah. It's a, it's just such a charming, nice show. It is very nice. I I could do with a little fewer like puns or whatever of the two um, women Mel and hosts. Sue? Yeah. Oh, they're so. Which is like I, you know, hey, you're you're having fun and you're you're. I'm sure like everyone on set is loving it, but I'm like, let's just get to the baking then. Like there, it's interesting on Netflix. Um, it's called the Great British Baking Show because in America, Pillsbury owns the copyright to the term Bake Off. Okay, that's crazy. So, you know, in the British version, which we've also watched. Um, extra legally, uh, <laughs> they you know at the beginning of every episode they're like it's it's bread week on the Great British Bake Off. Sure, but on the Netflix version it's like it's bread week. Cut like so <laughs> it's bread week on the Great British Bake Show. <laughs> it's like they never say the name of the show on the Netflix one because they just have to cut around it. And then when you win, you get a um a 
like a cake stand is your prize okay. and it just says Great British Bake Off on it. But they had to like digitally make it say <laughs> Great British Baking Show for the Netflix version. <laughs> and in the British version, most episodes will have a, seg- a segment where one of the two hosts will um, go like, oh, we're making like Swedish pastries sure so they'll go to sweden and go to a bakery and be like this is the history of this pastry cool and they just totally cut that out of the netflix oh yeah why would they do that i don't know i mean who it's netflix who cares how long it is yeah what could be the reason that's so strange yeah maybe they use like special proprietary like swedish songs that they can't get the rights to (laughs) over here bunch of abba is what it is (laughs) uh you know abba was a originally contestant on eurovision i i do know that I wouldn't have got it right if we were in a pub quiz, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I did know that. Like, yeah. I'm a bit of a Europhile. I don't know if you can tell. You should see, you should see a doctor about that. Um, <laughs> is there, are there other shows that you're that are like your relaxing shows that you watch? I assume a British Bake Off is like a relaxing. Like, yeah, man. Unwind and uh, well, Jessica and I were both just really sick over the weekend, so we mm. watched The Office, which is like a comfort food show, mm. even though. It's it's rough to watch now. Really? I mean, it's about it's the whole show is about a fucking boss who's harassing all of his employees. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. Yeah, you can't you you probably just can't watch uh, literally anything. anything. Yeah, is what I would do. But I mean, it's a it's it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it ain't it ain't great. Um, I be, you know I bet like I bet Parks and Rec is is. Pretty better. pretty good. I mean, it has to be. I mean, it came out like it had like a four or five year. You know. Yeah. Well, and the the thrust of the show is like, it's not her boss her harassing all of his employees. It's uh, like politician tr- trying relentlessly to do the right thing. Right. Right. It's a pretty big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the thrust. Yeah. The thrust of the show. Again, I haven't rewatched that in a long time. So I wonder if Community is like. I bet more it's, bad than good. I bet it's bad. Ugh. Yeah, don't just don't watch anything. Just watch Terrace House over and over and over again. I gotta get I gotta get into that. It's really good and nothing happens. It's That's just, great. Yeah. That's all I want. It's just really cool to see people just living and, and this the second season on Netflix is in Hawaii. So it's like, oh cool. Like sometimes people are just speaking English so I can get, you know, some idea. Read. <laughs> yeah, fine, I can give my eyes a break. Yeah. That's like, awesome. Most of the people in the house uh, speak both English and Japanese, so they'll just like flow in and out between them sometimes. I would like love if they get really upset, they'll start speaking English. Like I don't even know what to fucking do. <laughs> I would love to know a second language so well that I could like fluidly yeah. go back and forth. Because right now, the 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 rare times that I do like speak French, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. Just the mental energy it yeah. takes to yeah. When I was playing Magic the Gathering a lot mm-hmm. I, I felt that and it was so strange like you felt like really, oh because you're just like yeah well because you're trying to process so many things that are happening and trying to think ahead and like what does he have in his hand what do I have you know things like that over the course of four hours just straight Ugh. Uh, and that's just like little tournaments yeah. you know I can't imagine being you know in some of the bigger tournaments but anyway yeah just feeling like mentally exhausted and you're yeah. like what the hell like I didn't do anything I just thought I sat here yeah. and talked yeah it's a weird feeling <sighs> it sucks yeah so I guess the we should just like stop learning That'd be great. Yeah. And then we just, you know, <laughs> never mind. I was going to make like a political joke. And it's like, it's, I don't even want to do those political jokes. <laughs> we can stop learning and I'll just listen to Britney Spears. You know. Thanks for bringing it back. Femme Fatale. 
I think it's um it's um I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. I think people forget about it. I've never heard of it. It's good. It oh. it's I think my my favorite my top three Britney Spears albums and this might be controversial. I'm and sure. And this is not I'm sure. N- number one well, I'll I'll go I two and three, pretty interchangeable. Okay. Circus and Femme Fatale. Both great. All right. Number one. Hit me baby one more time. No. Is that even an album? Uh I think Baby Baby One More Time might be the name of the album. Mm. I don't know. I'm also not I'm not as familiar with her early stuff because I don't think it's as good. Well, yeah. Uh Blackout. Blackout, all time best fucking Britney Spears album. It's so Why? good. Make a case for it. Um, it's the most, it's the most raw. It's the one that she had the most input on, like creatively. Um, it's See? so stop, stop tying her hands by making her songs. Here's a Katy Perry song. Katy Perry didn't want it. Do you want it? Okay. <laughs> um, Brittany Jean was a, a disappointment. I was very sad about that. Brittany Jean. Yeah. Can I, okay. This is, this is the last thing I'll say. There's, um, I think my favorite Britney Spears song uh-huh. is like, it was like a bonus. It was like a bonus track on one of the on either Femme Fatale or Circus. It's called "Rock Me In." It's like the best Britney Spears song you've never heard. It's so fucking good. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> Look at blessed poofball though. Blessed poofball. Poor guy dropped his little ice cream. And he's a he's like a 1960s uh, business cat. <laughs> and he's purring. Look at him. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.